Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss climate change news from Davos. The good and the great gathered this week in Davos, Switzerland for the World Economic Forum. It should be no surprise that climate change drew the headlines. Davos represents an opportunity for corporate and government leaders to demonstrate concern over global warming, even while 300 or so private jets ferried them there, spewing harmful emissions all over Europe. High school dropout Greta Thunberg was given another opportunity to berate the world for doing nothing to combat climate change in the past year. This is because it's a little strange to be lectured by someone who hasn't yet finished high school and doesn't seem especially bright, just well-trained by her adult handlers to deliver their message. Trump described her as very angry. And wouldn't you be too if you gave the world instructions and then watched as they willfully ignored them? In fact, Trump raised an important issue on climate change, which is why do big developing countries like China and India get a free pass? China burns half the world's coal. India will, over the next 30 years, represent easily the biggest growth in coal demand. In fact, India is planning almost no increases in natural gas use, which burns so much more cleanly than coal. This is even while it's expected to more than double its burning of coal over the next 30 years. India has no meaningful targets to reduce greenhouse gases. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has picked up on how absurd some of this is. He commented recently that there's no point in reducing emissions at home if we then subsidize coal exports to developing nations in Africa and elsewhere. He's right. It's about time more attention was focused on where the growth in emissions is taking place. An interesting meeting at Davos took place among the CEOs of some of the world's biggest oil companies, including Royal Dutch Shell, Chevron, Total, and BP. According to reports, there was broad agreement on finding ways to limit scope three emissions. Now, scope one and scope two emissions are more limited because they related to the pumping and refining of oil and gas. Scope three emissions include those from the use of fossil fuels. In other words, what the consumers actually produce when they burn the fossil fuels these energy companies have produced. It seems ridiculous to vilify energy companies over climate change when most of the emissions are generated by their customers by people like you and me. If there's responsibility for climate change, it must rest to a large degree with the consumers whose activities emit greenhouse gases in the first place. When you think about the hundreds of billions of dollars invested in the oil and gas business, there's a huge incentive for these companies to research cleaner ways to use their products. Fossil fuels are what work, providing over 80% of the world's energy. If the biggest energy companies commit serious money to research and development of ways to burn oil and gas more cleanly with reduced harmful emissions, wouldn't that be so great if we could find cleaner ways to use the energy that we do today 
it'd be so much less disruptive to people's lives and to the global economy. Greta and her handlers are prescribing lower living standards for Western countries and shorter lives for emerging economies where energy improves hygiene and health outcomes. NetPower is a company we've written about that is developing a clean burning natural gas power plant. The carbon dioxide is first recycled and then captured for later use in industrial purposes or to be buried underground. NetPower's technology is still experimental, but it will be a great outcome for all of us if they wind up developing a commercially successful product. These and other types of research are the most likely ways that the world is going to solve the problem. It was good to see some practical discussions taking place at Davos because there's certainly plenty of posturing by people trying to look good, but without offering any practical solutions. Meanwhile, ask why India is planning to consume vastly more coal while keeping natural gas below 2% of its electricity generation, while the US is at 35%. There's something very wrong here, and too few political leaders are willing to point it out. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lapp.